haven't talked to people in over a year, so we're going to see how this goes today. Right. They're going to come up and I'm going to be like, so you got teeth, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been a person long? Me, myself, I've been personing for three months now. <laughs> You're listening to Those Dram Ginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Zach. And welcome to Those Dram Ginzers where we drink bourbon and talk about it. I had to make it extra long because it's been an extra long time. It's been a while. It's been a while. But I'll tell you what, for everything those Dremians are in Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends needs, be sure to head to pittsburghwhiskeyfriends.org and click on the show's name. You can find our social media links, our Patreon, our order form for our hats, and the link to Zach's favorite site. Oh, uh, John, are you talking about uh, dramit.threadless.com? Why, yes, Zach, I am. <gasps> John, that's a great website. Where You know how everyone needs to like wear shirts and pants to go places these days? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah, because COVID is like you know on its way out, yeah. so like now all of a sudden we all have to like wear clothes again. Yeah. Well, I got great news for you. This website has shirts. Just shirts? And other things, like <laughs> pillows for when you don't want to go back out to hunt. <laughs> You know, if you want to, like, stay home because uh-huh. you get out there and you're like, wow, it's still way too people out here. And you want to stay home, but you want to make your home, like, a safe place. You can get a pillow with our logo on it. And it's you like can. we're there all the time. That's you not just creepy. hug it whenever you miss us. Absolutely. <laughs> no. And you know how in, like, Pennsylvania it gets cold here? It does. It does a little bit. We have sweatshirts, too. That's right. We Would do. you believe it? I know. So we can literally hug you. And keep you warm. Year-round. It's the You've heard of the Kentucky hug? Welcome to the Dram Yenzer hug. There you go. That's the new, that's the new logo, that's Dram Yenzer hug. Dram Yenzer hug. <laughs> so dramit.threadless.com. Yeah, get it so that you can go places. Or don't. Well, should we start drinking? I think we should. All righty. Okay, so this last year has blown, basically. Right. These past, what is it, 15 months we're working on now? I lost track after yeah. 90 days. You know, we, you and I both got crazy busy doing that. You know, we're both fortunate that we were able to not lose our jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the other hashtag end, we blessed. just... Yeah, hashtag blessed. But on the other end, we uh, we got super crazy busy. Yes. Um, because of it. And, you know, that, you know, the show suffered a little bit. But like I always Woo-hoo. said, <laughs> family comes first, right? Uh-huh. So um, we did miss our two-year anniversary um, so yes. since this is our first like big like live thing again since the last time we did, oh, and I didn't even say where we are. Where are we, Zach? Oh, John, I think we are at the Whiskey Rebellion Festival down in Washington, Pennsylvania. We are. We're coming at you live. So we're gonna have some fun interviews for you today, and uh, who else knows what kind of shenanigans will happen while we're out here? But what I wanted to bring with us today is what I wanted us to drink at our two year, and it is our Infinity Bottle. Which has, and it's basically three quarters of the way full. Um, it has every leftover sample or of everything we tried that was left. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Some some stuff we finished right away. Mm-hmm. Everything that was left over from the past two years, sample wise, is in this bottle. So we're talking all the good stuff, all the not so good stuff, aka twenty two for you and uh, uh, sweaty butt scooters. You know, thank you, Balcones Brimstone. Um, 
So I figured we might as well kick off like our big like comeback with uh, with a drink of this. I think we should. I think it's only appropriate. And I think it's super appropriate that it is currently being housed in a Liberty Pole bottle. Yeah, it's an old Liberty Pole bottle. Ready, ready, ready? Yeah. Uh... Oh, and we brought, uh, Tomas came down, my brother Tomas came down with us, our little stagehand, and we let him sit in front of a mic, so we'll see how he messes himself up. Sounds about right. <laughs> confidence, Tomas, confidence. Mmm. <laughs> Two years aged. <laughs> Not really, but yeah. <laughs> taking two years to get to this point damn i mean we definitely drank a lot of rice because this has a strong a rye smell strong. remember at the beginning of the show when it was like what do you think of rye and i'm like poo poo <laughs> we used to hate used to hate scotch too other than uh your uh which one what's your the eight year i have a lagavulin eight, eight at home yep. but i gotta be honest with you like that i i enjoyed it but i could only get through like a half a finger of that because yeah. it's it is like a peatier, smokier mm-hmm. whiskey. Now I'm all on. I'm I'm on the uh, the Glen Livent train. I really want to get. Um, I want to get the the Nick. So Nick Offerman has obviously. If you're friend, if you're fans of big fan. Uh, why am I blanking? Parks and Rec. Parks Parks Welcome and Rec. to Thought for your thoughts. <laughs> um, you know Nick Offerman's character was a big Lagavulin fan, and so Lagavulin partnered with him, and now mm-hmm. they do like a Nick Offerman special. Well, recently, the newest release of this was the Lagavulin was then finished in Guinness cask. Oh, baby, and I gotta try that. I want it really, really, really bad. So, John, what I'm hearing you say right now is that we're gonna get Nick Offerman on the show. Oh, my God, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah. So, Nick, if for whatever reason you're, you're listening... listening. Why don't you come out to Pittsburgh? Or we'll come out to you. You want to meet in Scotland? We'll meet you in Scotland. Meet in Scotland? Hell, we'll do a Zoom call if you want. <laughs> John, we'll meet him in okay, Scotland. Okay, we'll meet him in Scotland. Yes, yes, yes. Zoom okay, call. <laughs> All righty. Okay. So, it smells so, fantastic, surprisingly. Using Infinity New Bottles. I'm getting strong cherry notes right off the bat. Yeah. I just get that nice rye spice. Yep. Getting like a cherry pepper. Yeah. Nice little oaky finish. Hey, cheers to two years, buddy. Cheers to two years. Wow, the smoke still comes through. Yeah, it does. Doesn't Holy it? At the end, smokes. right? It gives it, it takes a second. It takes it builds. But it brings up. But I don't hate it. So it turns out the way to enjoy 22 is to water it down with, with literally two years worth of whiskey. <laughs> and then it's good. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's just that's on the. It wasn't until like really the finish kind of like rounds the whole thing out nicely on the end. Mm-hmm. There, kind of like mm-hmm. it's like a soft little like. Yeah, it takes away that you know. I mean, if you're not if you're not a fan of like the big like spice burn. Yeah. You know that really kind of oddly enough, the smoke really mellows it out on the end. Damn, we did good. We did real that, good. No, you know what that means? We just tasted a lot of good stuff. We did. Thank <laughs> you, Aaron. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, <laughs> Mishy. Thank you, Bobby. That is crazy the amount of flavor that you're getting out of it. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You have so many different things in there. But you know what? You know what also sticks out a little bit is the malt. Yeah. Yeah. From a lot of the Monongahela rye that are in there. Mm-hmm. Especially some dad's hat. There's some dad's hat in here somewhere. That is really tasty. It's very rye heavy. 
rye forward. Well, I think we dr- we drank a lot of rye. We, we didn't think we were going to. We didn't well, know we, we were. Our f- entire tagline was we drink bourbon and well, talk yeah. about it. We completely discounted rye at the beginning. <laughs> Neither of us knew the historical importance that Western PA has in rye whiskey. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not changing the logo. It's still fun. No, I mean, it's two years on at this point. It's our baby. <laughs> we like, we, we drink bourbon it up this year. and rye and scotch and blends. We and drink all whiskey E in the parentheses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe not this episode. I've done a good job. I said poo-poo instead of the S word earlier. I don't really care. I know, but I'm trying. Logan's getting older now, so he's starting to pick uh, up on it. And... Yeah, yeah. Connor's okay. starting to repeat. Okay, so... Uh-oh, it's dad time. Coming so at you. I, I slipped up. Dad one, advice. One day at home. Did you drop the F-bomb? I dropped the S-word. Shit? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is there another one? No, it's the no, S-word. No, Connor's definitely repeated that one. And Logan heard me say it, and he said it. And we were like, no, we don't say that, buddy. We say nuts or darn or nuts. even even poop or, ah, oh, shoot. You know, that kind of a thing. Like trying desperately to backpedal and put mm-hmm, any other mm-hmm. word but that one in his head. Right. Well, then he has speech therapy later. Oh, God. And I see where this is going. The word she wants him to say, we're working on our SH sounds. She says, say ship. Oh, and he hits like the a T boat. instead of the P. He hits the T and he goes, shit. We don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear his speech therapist was like turning pink, trying to hold it in. Oh, yeah. How do you not laugh? I mean, how do you not laugh? Like, you know, Sorry. Logan's a little older, but like when Connor, like he, he Connor's repeating a ton, right? And, and yeah, we've dropped a couple like, oh shit, damn, you know, whatever. Um, Especially when they like fall and really hurt themselves, and right. you just like gut reaction is mm-hmm. just like visceral. Mm-hmm. But like when he says it, I'm just like, <laughs> don't laugh, don't laugh. We don't say that, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so. into he's into sorry. So, like, he'll hurt himself. Like, he'll fall and hurt himself, and he'll go, sorry. <laughs> Logan's is a, I'm okay. Mm. He's done that a couple of times, too. That's funny. <laughs> it's to the point now where, like, my parents will see him, and they'll be like, Logan, are you okay? Just I'm okay. Him, just to get him to say it. Yeah, well, it's become, like, his catchphrase. That's funny. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, All right, so we got to round up some guests here. Where, what time is it? It's only 11. We got another hour until the first uh, the first theater bit. So, uh, yeah, let's get some... Let's you know take what? a break. I also what? forgot to say... I, 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 thanked, I thanked Mishy, and I thanked Scott, and I thanked Aaron, and I thanked Bobby. I never thanked Alex. Thank you, Alex. Well, Alex tried to kill us with Pete. Well, he did, but he still gave us an episode, so... That's true. Bobby, Bobby was the one that tried to kill you specifically. Bobby was, yeah, yeah, I feel like that was a bit of a vendetta that day. He was like, you're ready to ride the dragon. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I am. It's kind of early for that. It's like 10 a.m., and it was like the lowest proof was like 96. Yeah, because he brought, he brought a, a, a tiny bottle of regular Jim Beam. That's yeah, he, he was like, that. here's your little something. And then he was like, and now we're going to kick this up to 132. And I was like, dead. <laughs> I got home, and I didn't move the rest of the day. No, I didn't either. All right, let's take a break. Let's find somebody to talk to, and we will be right back. Okay. Okay, so 
we're back. We got a couple people to interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some some Washington County royalty, I guess you could say here, right? Is that how you would describe yourself? So, um, that's how I describe that's them. How I, that's how I would describe Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, gentlemen, we're going to go left to right here. Can you just speak into the mic and yes, introduce yes. yourself? Uh, Ken Westcott, I'm a city councilman here in the city of Washington. Scott Putnam, mayor of the city of Washington, and state representative Tim O'Neill. I represent the city of uh, the city of Washington falls within my district here in Washington County. Excellent. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Sure. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys sitting down with a, a Lonely Whiskey podcast based out of Pittsburgh. Not, not even based out of Washington, but based out of Pittsburgh. But we don't mind making the 40-minute uh, drive down here. You, you know? can come down here eventually. You can be based out of Washington. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, well, hey, you got to go in the office, though. I get to work from home, though, so I can move. <laughs> I don't have to go in the office yet. yet. I'll still work from home. <laughs> but, Excellent. Um, Gentlemen, so talk to we're here at the Whiskey Rebellion Festival, so um, talk to me about uh, any input you guys had um, with with having this festival, or just your thoughts around the festival and the heritage that that Washington really has when it comes to whiskey. I, I think from the city standpoint, it's just great to have the festival back after uh, after last year's pandemic and, and and being away from it. It's so it's so good to be back in in the community pavilion on main street for the whiskey rebellion festival and having people gather and food and, and a good drink and it's just uh it's nice to be back it's it's really good to be back that's for sure we we were here two years ago two years ago but we but keep saying last we year keep saying last, last year, year doesn't technically last count, year doesn't right? count but we're so glad to be back and it's so great to see like folks out again enjoying the event enjoying the community um what does this event mean to Washington? Like, how, how? Explain to me just kind of like the importance of the history with this, with the Whiskey Rebellion to the area, and and how can, kind of continuing this tradition is so important to the area um, and and the people who live here. Well, m- most of the tourism here in Washington County really is geared towards uh, historical events, and one of the the key things that happened here in Washington was the Whiskey Rebellion. After, after the, the newly formed government uh, implemented the, the excise task on, on whiskey. So the, the, who's considered to be the leader of the Whiskey Rebellion's house, it still stands here on Main Street, Washington. Uh, so this, this, is a, this is a key event uh, on, on an annual basis with the exception of last year during the pandemic. It's a key event to celebrate our her- our heritage, our history, and and, uh, and the the fighting nature of Washington County right right here. So that's awesome. Um, so have y'all y'all have attended this event every year? Yes, pretty much. Yes, yes. every year. That's awesome. That's awesome. How long have you been in your respective positions? Uh, I've been uh, mayor in the city and a council member for twenty years now in the city of Washington. I've been the mayor for five and a half years now. And, and I've been in—I've uh, been the state rep representing this area for three years in office. That's awesome. Guys. The big That's thing, obviously, cool. here in the city of Washington, is the rich history we have here in the city. As Tim has mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, it's just outstanding to see. Obviously, we lost it last year due to, due to the pandemic, but the, the amount of people that come down for this event, right. even a one-day event, is, you can see the people that are showing up for this. Oh my goodness! It looks so, like it was a whole weekend. Yeah, exactly. Of that stuff. So we yes. have the three events, the three-day events in the past. It's been fabulous. I mean, five, ten thousand people, more, a lot more. You know, and, so. and you guys threw this together in what three months? The, the committee, the, yeah, the committee, committee does did. a great job. Committee, excuse um, me. Yeah, they they've worked tirelessly the last they three have. months because in in March they didn't know that 
are we going to be open? Are right. we going to be allowed to have right. a festival? Mm-hmm. And right. So it's just amazing to have. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look back in the, the where we had 11 years of this festival, right. that without the festival, we've had it, or because we have a festival, we've added three distilleries in right. the city of Washington in yes. that time. We have a, a brewery, mm-hmm. you know, and, and those things are here solely because of the Whiskey Rebellion Festival. Absolutely. That's so cool. That's I mean, I know when I, when I finally saw the, the official post pop up online, um, I texted Zach immediately, and I was like, it's back, it's back, it's back. And I, I emailed Joe, and I was just like, listen, get us in here. We need another booth again because that was so much fun last time we did this. We need to do it again. Absolutely. We need to be here. Well, and as the mayor mentioned, we have with the three distilleries, it's, it's just it's amazing. This is a destination now. Absolutely. Um, for people out of town coming here, not just for the festival, mm-hmm. the, the Liberty Pole, Red Pump, and also the brewery, people make it a destination now. So that's what's, that's really enhanced Washington. And I feel like with, with the rise in popularity that bourbon and whiskey has, just in general in the, in the United States, um, I, I, at least maybe, maybe I'm just noticing it more, but I feel like... You know, the Whiskey Rebellion and the origins of whiskey, which is, you know, between here and Maryland and Virginia and everything. Right. Like, uh, I feel like those tour type things. I mean, I know there's a tour that takes from Washington, D.C. all the way through uh, through here um, that Wiggle and a couple other guys have been working with to try to do. I mean, I know we're trying to come up with our own as well, but... Um, yeah, uh, I definitely think you're right. This this place is getting on the map, definitely. Without a doubt. What, one of the things that I'd like to point out, too, is just the just the size of the tourism industry in Pennsylvania as well. So I think this year's Whiskey Rebellion Festival is actually very important for a number of manners, not a number of reasons. First and foremost, like we already mentioned, this is home of the Whiskey Rebellion. Um, but it, it's also it's also a signal that we are indeed coming out of the, the pandemic that we've experienced for the past year uh, and, and returning to life uh, as normal or somewhat as normal at this point. We've seen this this uh, the, the Whiskey Rebellion Festival grow over the, the course of the last 10 years. Um, and, and unfortunately, this year is a little bit smaller because of the pandemic, but we fully expect uh, as we continue to, to pull out of this that, that we return it to the way it was. So it's, it's vitally important. You know, Scott and Ken uh, are already kind of highlighted uh, the distilleries here in town. But this this culture around whiskey and around our heritage is really driving the regrowth of, of the city of Washington altogether. We, we've seen numerous you know storefronts uh, be be occupied here uh, in the city, and and a, a lot of it's being driven around this culture, around the concepts of the Whiskey Rebellion Festival. Absolutely, the, the fact that these distilleries and the brewery are here now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the city of Washington is really the place to be. I mean, I, I know I can speak for both of us. I think so. None of us, neither of us, really understood the impact that Western PA, especially Washington, yeah. had on whiskey in general. I mean, there'd be no Kentucky bourbon if there wasn't whiskey, uh, Pennsylvania rye. Well, I remember when we, when we started this podcast, it was you sitting in my backyard with a, a bottle of Knob Creek. Yeah. And, and us thinking, oh, well, you know, whiskey, Kentucky. And then the longer we got into this, then we learned about a famous quote from Ben Franklin saying, well, did you bring the Monongahela rye? <laughs> and, and, and at that point, it was like, oh, my gosh, we're sitting in gold mine in backyard right now. And what started off as, as something that was... We were just trying to learn more. Learn more we about whiskey. More. We, we learned more about Pennsylvania's rich history. And, and the gold mine of information that we were sitting on. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's so cool that Washington is kind of spearheading this effort 
to re-educate people and remind people that um, this county, this state, this region really was kind of instrumental in the, the early um, formation of, of America's kind of involvement in whiskey. You know, I mean, oh yeah, uh, and it makes sense. I mean, you think about who who emigrated here, um, and, and a lot of them came from rich whiskey heritages. You've got you know the Irish, the Scots, um, all of them uh, coming coming to Pennsylvania and West Virginia. And yeah, we talked to Jeff. Jeff has. And I, I was just going to say, I wanted to cut off. We had another gentleman sit down with us. Jeff, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, I'm Jeff Catola of the Washington County Chamber of Commerce and Tours of Pro Saintsy. I'm just here for the free samples. I mean, I saw you guys <laughs> handing out some whiskey, and thought I'd stop by yeah. and. These, uh, now, Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong. Did we interview you last time? You have. Time? Two years okay, ago, yes, I had a great yes. uh, time with you, gentlemen. And it got better as the samples got more strong. Absolutely. Well, I, right? that's, that's generally how the show goes. The more, yes, we, had the more we drink, the better the, it gets. It does. The more interesting the conversation is. Kind of kind of like my golf game. Right. <laughs> is so, it that okay. it gets better or we just care less about the content? Uh, probably that. <laughs> All right. So, gentlemen, uh, we've already talked about with the show what you guys have, but I'll just, I'm just going to iterate it to you. So... Um, what we have here in an old Liberty Pole bottle, no, no doubt, is uh, we, the show's been going on for a little over two years now, okay? And what we, we've had amazing samples, we've had some amazing whiskeys, and what we've done is everything we've had or tried on the show has been poured into this bottle, and we've created a, those Dram Yenzer Infinity bottle. So that's actually what, you're, what you have in front of you right now. Um, we wanted to drink it for our two-year anniversary, but because of COVID, you know, our show's kind of slowed down, so we figured with this, this is the perfect place that, yeah, right. Uh, we figured this place was the perfect time to uh, crack this bottle open and enjoy some uh, some crazy good. We don't know how we pulled it off, but a crazy good infinity bottle. So, um, gentlemen, as we say on the show, cheers, cheers to you. Cheers. 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 Taken out of a plastic cup. Uh -huh. Right? Cheers. Only the best. <laughs> we try to keep it classy. Very good. Very good. There's a lot of Liberty Pole in there, we'll just say. <laughs> you taste it. Healthy amount oh, of absolutely, Pennsylvania absolutely, whiskey. yeah. And some wiggle in there as well. Mm -hmm. Dad's hat. There's a little bit of Dad's hat. Some peated stuff. There's some scotches in there. You can taste it kind of on the back end a little bit, but uh, yeah, we we surprisingly enjoy this. I was expecting it to taste like shit, but you'll <laughs> <laughs> pardon our language. Yeah, you know, we, we, I talked earlier about the the impact the festival had in yeah. bringing the mm -hmm. distilleries yes. to Washington, but right. it's also to get people that are a little bit liking of the whiskey to come down here and enjoy the rest of the shops and stores that the city of Washington has to offer. Mm -hmm. And I know that... Uh, I mean, Washington is a beautiful little town. It it's really beautiful. is. beautiful. I love really coming is. down here. Thank you. It's I a, wish it's, it was it's closer. It's a gem down here. It's a gem down here. <laughs> yeah, very if it wasn't down. for the damn tunnels, I would be here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> go around them. Yeah, go around them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, come gentlemen, is there anything else you'd like to talk to uh, talk about with when it comes to the, the festival or, or the heritage well, that West... Washington, PA in general. Is there yeah. anything, you know, this is we, we want to give you guys a moment to really highlight I'm, Washington County. I mean, I'm geeking out over here. We have a, a plethora of Washington royalty. I mean, we have the mayors. When did you ever think, when we started this podcast two and a half years ago, did you ever think we'd have the mayor of Washington County on our Hell podcast? no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. It's a dream come true. Absolutely. I was sitting there thinking, like, if I can even name one whiskey note. By the time we're done with this show, I'm going to chalk this up for a win. Absolutely. Absolutely well, not. No, this is, we want to give you guys an opportunity to, to, to kind of, you know, give us your your, your, your two cents on, on, on the county, on the festival, on, on Pennsylvania's rich mm -hmm. heritage in the 
Do you guys want to plug anything for the for the county or, no, for or anything, the, the anything city? you've got going on right now? You, you know, I, I would just like to point out for everybody listening just what a what a great place Washington County is to live and work and play. Uh, we have we have great heritage, like the Whiskey Rebellion Festival, like the Whiskey Rebellion history. Uh, we, we we have the Lemoyne House right down the road, which yep. isn't isn't really involved in the Whiskey Rebellion, but it's great history here in Washington. It was part of the Underground Railroad, um, and we we have affordable housing. We're within a, a short drive of the city, mm-hmm. short drive of Morgantown, in and Wheeling. Um, it, we have great assets here, uh, and you know, I'd encourage everybody to to uh, consider Washington County uh, if if you're looking for a new place to live. You, you mentioned right. yeah, <laughs> you, you, you could work from home, yeah, right exactly. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and it's certainly a wonderful place to place to I, play. I've said before, um, and I've told yeah. these guys the same thing. If I if uh, we were a little, if you guys were a little bit closer to the city, I would quit my job and work for Liberty Pole, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> They are almost exclusively. I mean, I, I them wiggle. I have an impressive amount of PA whiskeys. I'm sitting in my bar at home right now. Absolutely. Oh, I have I have like crates behind my bar dedicated yeah. to PA PA whiskey. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Excited to add Red Pool to that. Yep. And, and, uh, red pump. Red, red pump. pump. Red pump. Sorry. Red pool. What the hell? Red pool. I know. I know. Have another drink. Yeah. B and B was the other one we B&B, talked to. We just spoke. Yeah, with we just spoke with those earlier. guys. Yeah. Looking forward to trying what they've got to offer too. Yeah. It's so awesome that Washington becomes such a, a hub. This oh, absolutely. Well, I, I think, that, you know, just real quick on the, in regard to the pandemic, obviously, uh, when the liquor stores were closed down, the distillers were still able to sell. Oh, my product. gosh, yeah. And so, I mean, that obviously uh, grew the local uh, distilleries, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Liberty Pole and, and Red Pops. So absolutely. They grew their business. And there was a lot of people, it's interesting to be down at Liberty Pole and see people coming in from Maryland. Oh, yeah. yeah. Other the, states. To, uh, we, we had a conversation right when the pandemic hit with the gentleman from uh, with Christian and, and Jeremy from Pennsylvania Libations, who sells a lot of yes. you know the whiskey mm-hmm. from down here. And uh, we you know we said, what, "How are you guys doing? Like, are you okay?" And like they said, they they had somebody from Philly drove in to buy stuff because it was the only place that was right. open during yep. because he was you know oh, his they, own private business. When they started doing the shipping, the e-commerce, and the shipping. It. Oh my gosh, yeah, I knew on my paycheck. I know he was. <laughs> oh yeah, he he said a lot of places were even like. They were running out of stock. Like you're just because, oh, yeah. because with the state no, every, stores down, right? Everyone was just going local, which you should. I mean, we support local so much on this on this well, podcast. I mean, it really opened a lot of people's eyes to it really what's did. available. Yep. And when they were the only game in town, and now some of those people may not be going back to the they state store, but the they're coming back to absolutely. The, when you've got totally so much quality in your backyard, oh my yes. gosh, the it's quality. impressive. It's yeah. so impressive. I mean, you 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 think local, and and you I I know personally speaking, I often think hit or miss. Yeah, you know, it's either going to be one of the best things I've ever had, or I'm going to forget about it tomorrow. And I got to say, <laughs> Pennsylvania, when it's when it comes to the whiskey, it, it they, they uh, continually look out Kentucky, right? Impress me yes. with the sheer quality, the craftsmanship, yep. the artistry, the patience the, that goes the, into to these barrels, the detail to heritage. Yeah, and and, yeah. and the embrace, embrace. I mean, Wiggle. Oh my gosh, is named for. One of them. One yeah. of them. Liberty Pole is literally the symbol of the rebellion. Exactly. I mean, these That's distilleries right. have not yep. only have not only taken on but fully embraced absolutely the history of the region, mm-hmm. which I think is so cool. Anytime someone says to me, "What's one of your favorite whiskeys?" I say, "Well, have you had a Pennsylvania whiskey?" Absolutely. You they go, it, you no, it. Pennsylvania I mean, makes whiskey. I you think damn right. Makes it so successful is that you can relate to it. 
It's part of your region, part of your culture. Mm -hmm. And also, let's not forget, too, that, you know, we pride ourselves in the county of all working together. Yeah. I've worked with these gentlemen on numerous projects. Mm -hmm. We all work together very well. Sometimes you disagree, but you solve those over a glass of whiskey, <laughs> and you move forward. A lot I mean, of things are solved over no a glass of whiskey. Than <laughs> yeah. a glass You're exactly of right. Yeah. You're exactly right. And, you know, they're in the community. I see these gentlemen everywhere. You run into them at the Liberty Pole, at the Union Grill, or whatever. So you know who you're dealing with. And I think that's very important in terms of moving forward because you work together. Again, you may not always be on the same page, but you're in the same chapter. You're working for the same goal. Well. That's yes, exactly right. Absolutely. That's exactly right. Same direction. Which is a beautiful thing. Yes. And what better way to do it than over a glass of Yeah, and some of the best ideas come from having these as well. The implementation absolutely. may be a different story. <laughs> but some great ideas come from it as well. Absolutely. So how about the rest of you gentlemen? Anything you guys want to you want to plug for the area or for the festival for for or, or for anything you guys got going on? We want to give you We're guys just a platform. Thankful for the Whiskey Rebellion Committee for you know putting in the hard work these last three months and bringing the festival back to downtown Washington. Uh, looking forward to to next year with a, an expanded festival again. Absolutely. And to get back to the new abnormal of uh, <laughs> post pandemic life and right and looking forward to, to many more festivals here in the city. That's fantastic. That's awesome. We're excited too, not only with the festival, we got the Pony League World Series yep. coming back uh, in oh, August, right, the right. County yeah, Fair, yeah, West Alexander year, Fair. Yeah. Summertime's a big time yeah. in Washington County and it's, uh, it's a great time to be here because again, we celebrate our, the, our community and our culture. That's tremendous. Everyone talks about the Little League World Series, Little, but the Pony League, hey, come on down. Yeah, absolutely. We're right time. You're in the home of Pony League, Pony League World, World Series right here in Yeah, exactly. That sounds like a pretty solid summer absolutely sounds like a very great summer <laughs> well gentlemen thank you for coming oh, thank on thanks for sitting thank down thanks for being absolutely. here absolutely thank you guys really appreciate your time okay just like that we're back with another guest so would you like to introduce yourself Sure. First, happy to be here. My name is Brooke Ward. I'm the president and CEO of the Washington Health System. We're the main sponsor for the Whiskey Rebellion Festival. We've been a sponsor of the festival for since the very beginning. We're happy to be here again this year. And first, and I'm also happy, John and Zach, for you guys having me here as well. Oh yeah, no, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Um, we, Sorry, I joined a little late, guys. You're good. Yeah, you're blabbing. Um, blabbing. <laughs> doing some, doing some. Uh, uh, what's that called? Uh, Networking. Yes, thank you. It's been so long I've since I've spoken with people, I was afraid I'd be bad at it. And I'm just, <laughs> here I am, running my mouth. That small thing called networking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys are big sponsor. You guys one of the bigger, bigger sponsors of the. So, uh, what what else have you? What else do you guys contribute to the to the day for the for the festival? Well, normally in a, a non-COVID time period, right? Of course, we you know not only would we be the main sponsor. But on Thursday, there'd be an event where you'd have a health fair here. We have numerous right. tables set up where right. people come to come down, learn about health conditions, learn about things going on in their life, and then we do health screenings as well. And so from our perspective at the Washington Health System, there's nothing more important in this area than our history. And mm -hmm. as you guys know, that goes way back to the Revolutionary War and before. Yep. And proud and strong of our history, the Whiskey Rebellion, very proud here. And so we want to be a lead sponsor for this event to just showcase this for our yeah. community. No, Absolutely. we're glad you guys do because we honestly love coming. This is only the second year we've done this, but we want to be involved every single year from 100%. now on. 100%. We mean, love it. The opportunity to... to rem For two but random I, I guys. Seem, I can't even say remind people because before we started this, we've said this before, literally five minutes ago, I didn't realize the history no. that Pennsylvania has when it comes to whiskey. Mm -mm. whiskey is we're sitting on a damn gold mine over here. Tennessee. And um, I just think it's it's... 
amazing to me that people don't know the history of Pennsylvania. Not even reminded of it, but our that's, first. That's another reason why we're important. Not yeah. to like promote, not to like puff out our chest. Well, like, my own horn right it, here. And yeah. it's a footnote in the history. If you look at the history books, the Whiskey Rebellion is sometimes mentioned, but it's sometimes. skipped over. It's oh, skipped yes. over. When my wife and I moved here to join the Washington Health System 11 years ago, we didn't even know about the Whiskey Rebellion. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until we came right. here, got a chance to know the people, learn the history, and it is amazing history. It is. And it's a nice connection not only to the distillers in the area today, but to the history and the time period. It also fits well with the, uh, the French and Indian War, you know, you know, Fort Necessity, all that stuff out there in Somerset. Mm-hmm. There's a nice connection to all those things. I'm yeah. So, man, I'm so excited. I could sit here. Before life got too busy and I had to drop my minor in history, that was what I was minoring in school. So true, I could sit here true, and talk true, history true. all day. Yeah. I'm disappointed to say I dropped it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's, I don't know, it's 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 so cool to me how much history there is here. It's just, like you said, all the way to the French and Indian and, and, and it, I remember that, yeah. It's fascinating to me. You look at Kentucky and you think about how much of their economy is based on their whiskey. And right. Pennsylvania, I think, has just as much of an opportunity to make whiskey. Oh, we're going to be on the map soon. As, as much of a part of their economy as Kentucky does. Absolutely. Once people know what's happening here. I mean... Well, I, and I, if, you're, if you're honest about it and you know the history, Kentucky and their whiskey and bourbon... They owe all of that to Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania specifically. Yeah. Because of the Whiskey Rebellion, as you guys know, the distillers on the frontier back at the time fled the area, and they relocated down to Kentucky and parts of Tennessee. Yep. And so their history is connected to us, and I think they owe us a lot of credit. (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. Won't argue that one bit. We're going to, as small as we are, we are going to try to put Western PA, uh, specifically PA whiskey, on the map. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna make it as popular as Kentucky, darn absolutely. And I mean, I love what's coming out of Kentucky, but I gotta say, I'm just as excited about what's coming out of Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, because maybe even a little bit more so because of how underestimated Pennsylvania is. If that makes sense. Do you need now, more? Now, what do we have here? I'm taking a small break. What what, what, Fine, what did you one. just hand me? What okay, is this? so we're we're having you know we always like to have something to pour for our guests, right? I got the uh, look. Yeah, you got the look. Uh, this is actually our infinity bottle. You've, are you familiar with the concept of an infinity bottle? I am. All right. But we very like good. to, uh, so as we say, cheers to ends. Cheers to ends. Hazan. Well, so, I, I appreciate you guys oh, thank you know, you. coming out to the festival, Absolutely. promoting Pennsylvania whiskey, which we all know is great. Mm-hmm. And, is you know, and allowing me, the CEO of the Washington Health System, come talk to you guys for a little bit, share a little bit about our excitement and history and of our part of the state. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and share the joy that we have, not only with our community and our, and our health system, but also with our whiskey history as well. Yeah. Thank hey, you. Sir, thank you so much for coming out and talking to us about this. I mean, we... Literally, all we do we talk whiskey. So anytime we drink, someone, we drink bourbon and we talk about it. Yep. Drink bourbon and talk about it. And <laughs> it's always such a joy to do, to do that with people who are just as passionate about it as we are. And not only the drink, which is delicious, but the history. Yes, it's. I, I think that's part of demystifying. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so many people are are intimidated with whiskey, wine, whatever. They think, oh, I could never get. You can never get into tasting that. It's 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 too too intense. It's like no, you just gotta enjoy the ride. Yep. And, and part of that is learning the history, and and I think that just makes the ride so much sweeter. 
Yep. Well, and not to sound like a commercial, but for those people <laughs> who are not big whiskey drinkers who might be intimidated, that's why going to some place like Liberty Bowl is amazing. Yes. Because the whole family will sit down, do the tour, and they walk through not only the history, but how to drink whiskey, how to smell and sample it, and figure out what you like best. Mm-hmm. And, and they've got a really good setup for sort of introducing people to whiskey who are not used to it. Absolutely. 100% agree. Well, Brooke, thank you again for sitting down with us. Um, John, you want to do the introductions here, sir? Zach, I, oh, you know. I thought it was earphones. I see. They're earbuds. Yeah, there you go. Earbuds. There we go. We're all over the board right now. Well, Zach, you know, we just talked about having Washington County royalty. Yeah. We got we got a, a, a better guest lined up right now. John, we uh, got Discovery Channel royalty. Exactly, right now, exactly. Sir. So we have with us, had no idea this gentleman was even in town today, Brad Red Fox Phillips, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, from Moonshiners on Discovery, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, he is it from he started season eight. Uh, yes, sir. Season eight, and you're originally from uh, Asheville, North Carolina. North Carolina. All right. Okay. All right. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, now, currently, do you live up around here? I do. I live right here in Washington, PA. That's Beautiful. amazing. I did Beautiful. not know you were this close. Well, we are going to have to become best friends. Oh, we will. <laughs> Jesus, man. We can do that. All right. I, I, so we're always looking to share a dram with anybody. Actually, who yeah, he one, actually so. brought us a little dram of. Uh, so yeah. talk to us what uh, what you brought us today. So uh, what I what I have in my pocket that I just poured for you is some uh, four grain. Uh, whiskey that I make. It's moonshine. All right. Uh, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> we uh, we make it in the daylight right now. We don't run it at nighttime, you know. We're doing daytime stuff. <laughs> right, right, right. So. But uh, I guess you could call that white lightning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it's got a uh, King King corn in it and a Bloody Butcher corn. Ooh. It's got oats and rye. And that's the mixture of the grains. Okay. I won't tell like how much of each grain oh no don't is. don't re- reveal your secret out, yeah, yeah don't reveal your secret yeah, trade yeah, secrets say trade secrets mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah. my god the <laughs> smell on this you smell it yet holy cow i smell i'm trying to think about trying to pick up first of all it's, it's i can already tell it's gonna smell put, yeah I, i've got a lot of hair on my chest this is about to put a lot more hair on my chest it i can may tell give that. you hair in other places too, <laughs> you know? well i just shaved my ears for today to look nice and pretty so. oh, well. <laughs> as, as we say because we are pittsburgh based as we say in the show cheers to yin cheers, cheers to yin cheers sir to, cheers to yins yeah. yeah everybody out there in the uh, podcast land wow Oh damn! It hits you on the back. You get that. You get that nice. We're gonna call it a Pennsylvania hug. Pennsylvania hug, right there. No Kentucky hugs here today. Nah, no, I don't. That, I don't do Kentucky hugs that much anyway. But that, now that hugs you right. That warms that's you right up. Beautiful hug. Out. Beautiful. That's yeah. fruity too. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I'll, I'll give you one secret. When it goes to me making liquor, I don't like using a lot of sugar in my mash right okay. uh, sugar strips the flavor of whatever it is you're trying to do right. whether it's a grain a fruit okay. whatever uh, sugar will strip it it'll give it a lot more alcohol but it'll also give you a bigger headache mm-hmm. sure that's where you Definitely. get your headaches oh, and your yeah. hangovers that's why people get really bad headaches you're doing with the lord's uh, work you're making moonshine without <laughs> the headache okay I, yeah. okay so you're just over here changing the game quietly in washington absolutely County. that's right fine. that's this fine is, all right everyone take note of this right i now. mean typically i've stayed away from moonshine because it's always scared me i'm not gonna lie but, no, but this is uh, this is really good thank that you was, very much for try, letting us try this no i thought for sure i'd be ko'd for the rest of the day but that was delicious well they, they, they make a it's they, creamy how'd you do that <laughs> it's fantastic I, i'll tell you the truth 
usually you let a mash set for about two weeks. Right. Okay. On this mash right here, I wasn't able to get to it within the two-week window. Okay. So it was on airlock, which means it's going to last for quite a while, and right. I can still run it. Mm-hmm. So I ended up letting it set for about a month, month and a half, somewhere in there. I think you may have tapped it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, what it done is it just enhanced the flavor a whole lot more. Yeah. Uh, the corns, the, uh, combined corn in this, uh, Bloody Butcher is a super sweet heirloom corn, and the uh, and the King Kane corn, it's a really good sweet corn. So mix them together, and you really get this fruity, sweet tasting corn. I really could taste the fruit on that. I don't know. I'm trying to think. It's what sweet. Kind of fruit. It's creamy. Like it's not what you would, no. usually when people hear. Again, same with whiskey. People think you know, whiskey moonshine. Moonshine. Moonshine is kill. Is it better than cream corn? Cream style corn? Is it? I would say. I would. Yes. Uh, if you could offer me this in place of cream corn at Thanksgiving, you'd take it all day long. Oh, yeah. You want to fill up a bowl of this instead of the cream corn? I will eat this with a spoon, sir. Absolutely. How about? Instead of breakfast oatmeal, you get this. Would that work, too? That's fine with me. Well, that might put me on my ass for the rest of the day. And I got two kids at home i got to worry about. So I'll take you up on this after 5 o'clock. I got you. We're only doing supper, not breakfast. I got you. But I'll tell you what. When I'm an empty nester, I'll be back to you. And this is going over my weeds. Hey, I don't blame you, man. Now, listen. This has only been ran for about a week and a half. And it's this smooth. Imagine letting this set for about three months. And see how much more smooth yeah, it is. Absolutely. If you uh, let this set for three months, you call us. <laughs> well, I'll tell you the good thing, and this is a question, you know, I could ask you guys, because mm-hmm. I'm not a whole lot into aging whiskey and barrels. I right. do it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I do have a belief. I could be wrong. Tell me if I am. Uh, the smaller the barrel, the faster it ages. Absolutely. Okay, I agree so with that, yes. I use a smaller barrel to, to age liquor, yeah. and I aged some that was a honey. I made some out of it, just straight honey. Nice. I didn't put in no grains. It's honey only. And I uh, let that age in the barrel, and you would not believe how smooth that was. It was so smooth, it would slither the socks off of a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Man, we're going to have to get you on some of our t-shirts. We can slither the that. socks off of a rich man. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's fan-friggin-tastic. God, I mean, the, the, the that was texture on this is... I mean, again, I'm not a moonshine... I usually steer clear of it because I'm always like, you know, but like the texture and the layers that you did with this one. Well, There's... let me give you a funny story. Oh, please. The day that I was getting signed up with Magilla to do the show yeah me and the other two guys that I was partnering up with and my fiance were meeting up at this motel where we were going to talk to the producers of the show right well their flight got delayed like twice <laughs> so what was going to be a 2 o'clock in the afternoon meeting ended up being an 11 o'clock at night meeting <laughs> we started drinking that day at about 11 o'clock in the morning but we started out kind of casual we were drinking Coors Light beer. You right, know, right, right. Maybe a little bit of Stella on the high end. We were having a good time. Eating, you know, staying totally great, kosher. Just waiting for these guys. As nighttime came along, I decided I would get into the white liquor. The mm-hmm. Well, my buddies, they told me, they said, Red, you better quit playing with that. They said, it's going to get you. It's going to get you. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I don't remember ever really talking to the producers. I know I did. 
but I know I woke up in the room next door to that and uh, they said that I passed out twice. I don't even remember that part. <laughs> but it seems like the more you play with moonshine, the worse it handles you. Like it will handle you rough. You yeah, know? yeah. Especially after drinking all day. So I can see why staying clear of uh, white liquor might be a good thing. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> but I gotta be honest. This was tasty enough that I was very tasty. Thank, thank you very much, thank you guys. This thank was. You. There was a. There was also okay. I just took. I just took a last little. I had a little little drop left in there that I needed to not, not go to waste. And I got a little like brown sugar on the end of that too. There's like fruity brown sugar going on. This is delicious. Um, I don't know where that flavor may have came from, unless it was. <laughs> it could also be that I'm just having a stroke right now. I don't know. Well, I will say this too. This is the second time that that mash was ran. Okay. So what you do. In order um, to get a true sour mash, off of your first run, you'll take out about a quarter of that mash once you've dipped it out and put it in your tank to run it, Mm -hmm. in your pot. Then what you'll do is you'll add back in what you've dipped out with fresh. But you still got about three quarters of the old in there. Right. And all that does is that enhances the flavor each time that you do that. Mm Mm-hmm. So the flavor got enhanced by doing that. Then it got double enhanced because it got to set longer than it technically would. Yeah. So I guess that's where maybe that brown sugar flavor might be coming from. For a non-aged spirit. That's I'll a, take that's, that. Yes, absolutely. I'll take that, 100%. If yeah, I was to have a moonshine at my, at my wet bar, absolutely. That would be right there. Whatever, yeah. That's it right there. <laughs> 100%. If I was ever going to introduce anybody and say, like, listen, you got to try this. Now, here's this, here's something that's really cool. What if I told you it's going to taste like peaches, but you didn't see a peach in the jar, you didn't see no color in the jar, and it was just as clear as what you just had? What would you think? I want... Yes, please. Okay, all right, let me, let, me, let me preface this. If I hadn't just had what I had, I'd say you but having had what I just had, I'd say, what sorcery is this? <laughs> and I would believe you 100% and wonder what kind of black magic was going There's on behind the scenes. There's definitely some alchemy going to, on. To make, to make what happened just happened yeah. going on in my mouth right now. Well, so I, at this point, you would say, um, what, what, what was the line? What? You, you had my interest, now you have my attention. Yes. <laughs> so when you make a brandy, say peach brandy, because mm-hmm. we're talking peaches now, you want to make a wine first. So you want to mash in the peach. That's going to be your mash. Once again, you're not going to want to use a whole lot of sugar because if you do, you're going to steal right. the flavor away from those peaches. Every time you make a mash, whatever you want that liquor to taste like, you have to have a sugar ratio uh, in mind that you're not going to steal the flavor from what it is you're originally making. See what I'm saying? You got me? Yeah. So that's how I can take peaches, I can make a wine, then I can distill it, it comes out clear, just like moonshine. Mm-hmm. I can show it to you, and when you crack the lid on it, you'd swear to God you're smelling peach pie. <laughs> I'm in. All right, so when are we doing that show? <laughs> Maybe that one's next time. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. Maybe yeah. you should invite I really some want guests some. to that one, you know. We could Absolutely. sell some tickets for that one. Absolutely. I mean, I think I'm if a, we... Uh, 
I think we can swing that. Oh, we can make it happen. I would like to have some liquid peach pie. Absolutely. Well, we can make liquid any kind of pie. I mean, <laughs> you want to hand me your, your cup here? We're going to uh, pour you. Since you shared with us, we're going to share with you. Yeah. So, Would you like a glass? Oh, of she this? got hers perfect. Uh, Excellent. We now, got it. The more what the merrier. Guys are making or, or how? No. So this is so the show's been running about. We've been running about two and a half years now. We took a little bit of a break with uh, with COVID. You know, both our jobs just kind of took over our lives. But um, working dads. Yeah, working dads. So what we have done is I've taken every sample Here, that we've ever had on the show. You want a little bit more? I, I got to do a cheers to you. Yeah. Um, getting you a shot of that. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, this was. Yeah. Oh, is that hers or yeah. mine? That's hers. Whoever. <laughs> you know, so every sample we've had on the show so far over the last two and a half years, uh, part of it has been put into this. This is our show's infinity model. Oh, mercy. This yeah. is special. Then. So we're talking yes, bourbon. We're talking rye. We're talking scotch. We're talking peated you know, bourbon and whiskeys. Uh, we're talking Irish. We're talking, there's, I think there's a Japanese one sliver that is there somewhere. There's Japanese and there's um, blends. There's, there, we yeah. are all over the world in this bottle. But anyway, once again, Woo! sir, Heavens. cheers to Yens. Thank you. Cheers, cheers to Yens. Man. Sir, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet mercy, I could get drunk with you guys. <laughs> you promise? Yeah. <laughs> and we won't even play no games. We drink bourbon and talk about it. And talk it. about it, yeah. <laughs> and the more we drink, the more we talk. Yeah. So I'm just going to have to put some of my clear in a barrel, let it turn into a good bourbon for mm-hmm. you. We'll We're have done. another bourbon to talk about. Absolutely. Sir, if you do that. I mean, I'm we don't done. discriminate against any whiskey. It does say bourbon up there, but we drink them all. <laughs> we said bourbon because when we started this show, we neither one of us knew jack shit about anything. I believe, from what I'm learning from living here, what few years I've been here, you know, I believe that a lot of the original moonshining, whiskey making, mm-hmm. started from here. And it grew down the Appalachian Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. south. Mm-hmm. And I believe they did that because they wanted to hide. And the deeper they went down through there in some of those big mountains, yep. mm-hmm. they were able to hide a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's our theory about yep. Kentucky, is that people around here, they were tired of the tax, tired of tired of the Yeah, after rebelling, they went down, they went down the Ohio and ended up in Kentucky. Let's, let's go down to what was then the Wild West, mm-hmm. ungoverned. So my, making whiskey. my grandfather, he's dead right now. His name was Joe Brown. Uh, he was first cousins to somebody. I don't know if y'all ever heard of this man or not, but his name was Popcorn Sutton. Mm-mm. Okay. Popcorn Sutton's probably one of the most famous uh, liquor makers in the country in the modern day era. Uh, he's dead now as well. Sadly, he took his own life. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, he did it. He got caught by the uh, feds running liquor, and uh, they put him on probation. They caught him again, and they was getting ready to put him in prison, so he decided, enough of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Popcorn's one of the like original outlaws, and that's kind of like what I am. We, we got a good friend. You'd love to talk to her. Her name is Tiffany Sparks, Lady Outlaw. Okay. And I tell you what, man, if you got to talk to her, you'd be... You'd be happy, happy. That, that girl, <laughs> she's a true outlaw. Will you and <laughs> Tiffany come back on and bring the peach pie with you? She might bring, she makes something actually called honey soap. 
I'm nah, out of the honeysuckle. You keep on upping the game on us right now. <laughs> it's just the people I know and what we do, you know. But I'll be honest with you. Uh, the game that you guys brought to the table today, that's a, that's a tough game right there. To, <laughs> thank you, thank you. You ain't beating that game too easy. <laughs> that's very kind of you. Yeah, definitely. Two, two, two newbies over here. Yeah, We've right. been doing this for two years. We I've only been drinking whiskey for three. Yeah, we, we talk to people. Everything we know, we know because of people who are far more knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And even then, I don't know all of it. I'm just spouting what they told me. Yeah, hey, I don't know at all. Here's the way I see it. If I don't know. This this tells a different story. This, yeah, that, that, <laughs> this moonshine you brought tells the story of an artiste. Well, that's great because uh, I love art, you know, and I love artists that yeah. do art, you know, whether it's drawing, painting, music. What you guys are doing is an art, a podcast, inter- interviewing people. You know, that's an art. Uh, it takes a level of talent to be able to do these things. And, mm-hmm. and whether you're making liquor or even playing a sport, you know, you want to give it your best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and that's all we try to do. Yeah, we give it absolutely. Our best. Well, that's the difference right there. It's, yeah, it's, it, the difference is care. Yeah, when you have a passion for what you're doing, you care about the end result. You're going to put the time, the learning the effort into making it the best of whatever you can be and and I think the difference between somebody who is current and has been is the difference between a willingness to learn absolutely continue learning yeah and if you're continuing learning and pushing the envelope and seeing what you know looking and seeing like what are other people doing that I can be implementing in my own absolutely you're going to continue to push the envelope in your own way. And you're right. going to continue to make something that... That's the only way to progress. People. It's going to continue to be, in this case, delicious. <laughs> thank you again. I, I can't thank you enough. I mean, are you kidding me? You're, we're we're, we're uh, thrilled to have you on. I mean, I didn't yeah, even know you were in town. I, mean, Hell, I didn't even know you lived. Shot, man. As soon as, you, as, soon as you, you stopped us over there, I was like, John, shit. <laughs> Hey, I mean, we, we're just two we're just two yinzers from Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like well, we, I got technically I'm from Cleveland. Well, you're you're a transplant. I'm a yinzer transplant. You count. You count. Did you say Cleveland? Yes, yeah. Sir. Okay. Oh my now, gosh. Now, let me, let me, I, I, I got to preface all this with my dad's from Beaver County, so I was raised on the Steelers. So it's so I was living in Cleveland, rooting for the Steelers, having great Sundays while all my friends were having miserable. Sundays. Yeah, right, right. He, I got a question. He cares about Pittsburgh where it counts, right? That's, hey, but at the same time, I would defend Cleveland because it's a great city. But anyways, okay, it's Indians a great city. are way better. Yes, they now, are. You know, I drive a, a big rig truck. Uh, okay. I deliver groceries for a grocery chain. Nice. Giant Eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I have to go up to Cleveland quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And every time I've ever been up there, it's either been cold as hell, hot as hell, <laughs> way too damn windy, raining or snowing. Yeah. I have never caught a happy medium. Is there any happy medium in Cleveland? All right, I will say there is a happy medium in Cleveland. Now, there, those those happy mediums, it's thread and needle sometimes. Because, you know, we've got that lake effect where when it's snowing, it's fucking snowing. It snowed on May May 20th or something like that um, up there this year. But I'll have to say, I will also say that Cleveland, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, man, you, you, y'all got me on a... Uh, on a tangent right now and you guys got me on something that's close to my heart. <laughs> tangents I, are part of the show. I grew up being raised on Pittsburgh but then I grew up living in Cleveland so I've got a it's a weird dichotomy. I love both places just as much. It's a Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's the Jekyll? Who's the Hyde? I'm but he cares the about the Steelers. Decide. That's what matters. You don't yeah, care about is. the Browns. But all, <laughs> around here that's what matters. Right. No, but, but I will say I, you know 
put me up against the Indians and the Pirates and going Indians. Uh, hell, I'd go with the Indians. You can't go with Indians, man. Are you kidding me? The Indians gave me something to root for a couple of years Absolutely. ago. The Pirates haven't given me anything to root for in years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they go, got a beautiful we're gonna stadium. Get, we're gonna that's where it stops in this podcast right now. But anyways, we're totally off. But anyways, Cleveland is one. It's it's a sister city to Pittsburgh in that they are. Well, is there people in Cleveland like making moonshine? I don't know about no, moonshine, but, but there's some Ohio, good whiskey happening. Ohio's stepping up their whiskey. Ohio's game. got okay. So really? all right, so a couple places I'd recommend you check out for whiskey. Cleveland, you know, you got Tom's Fullery up there. Yes, which that's is a good one. Delicious. Um, go down to Dayton, Ohio, the Troy, Ohio area. There are some great whiskeys popping up down there. Okay. I um, I'm gonna have to remember the name for later in the show. Yeah. So Dropping the name. Yeah. Text. But um, I, I was at a family reunion with my family back up in Ohio this past weekend. And my sister brought a, a whiskey up from Troy, Ohio. And they are remaking a whiskey that is pre-Prohibition. This distillery kind of fell to the wayside, by, like a lot of distilleries during Prohibition. Not a lot of, not a lot of people survive Prohibition unless they can pass off their whiskey as medicinal. And so there's like one bottle left of this whiskey. They went out and they took a syringe. They got permission from the... The, the, the owners of this bottle take a syringe put it through the cork take a syringe's worth of whiskey broke it down to the molecular level and are recreating this whiskey for masters sweet absolutely and that's I tried, what I call that's, that is, that, that's what I call that's art dedication right yeah yeah and I tried it last weekend oh <laughs> the brown sugar coming through yep vanilla mm-hmm. it's nutty oh, it was man. oaky yeah it was fucking delicious <laughs> that's awesome and, and that's coming out of Troy, Ohio right now. So you've got, like, tr- Ohio, Pennsylvania, they're kind of sister states. And Cleveland and Pittsburgh in particular, I think, are sister cities. I know, bite my tongue. <laughs> in that these are two cities that were industrial, that are remaking themselves to something else. And they are, they are engaging in the artistry of the craft. Whether that is beer, whiskey, They are doing pretty good beer over there. Um... And while, yes, it may be cold, it may be hot, uh, you take a minute to really appreciate Cleveland, visit Cleveland. And I think people will see... I mean, they got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They got that going for them. Not even just that. (laughs) They're starting to really engage the waterfront. They are. Gary right there. It's a beautiful city. A city with just as much history as Pittsburgh. And 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 I think it's a history a city that's really taking advantage of that now. Okay, so we've, done, we've done enough ads time, for Cleveland on this Yenzer show. Next time you're up in Cleveland, <laughs> I'd recommend check out Tom's Foolery. Yes, Tom's Foolery is very That's good. a good whiskey, and I think you won't be disappointed. I'm and gonna, that might actually warm the chill that's coming off the lake. <laughs> I want to give you. A, I want to give a shout out to a, a good friend of mine back in North Carolina who owns a distillery. One of the nicest people you'd ever meet. I'd love for him to get on and do a podcast with you. His name is Dave Angel. Okay. Uh, he owns Elevated Mountain Distilleries. Okay. Uh, he actually uh, makes a vodka. It's called Hurricane Creek Vodka. And uh, it has been rated. It won an award, I think, as the number one vodka oh, nice. in America or something like that. Nice. But uh, his distillery, hands down, it is awesome. He's an awesome guy. Puts on awesome events. He's just another moonshiner, but he's went legal. And I'll I'll tell you the difference between a legal moonshiner and an illegal moonshiner. Okay. A legal moonshiner is making liquor on a mass production Mm -hmm. that is government regulated. An illegal moonshiner 
is somebody like me with a 30 gallon, 50, 60 gallon pot making a run of liquor that is going to be very, very short lived compared to what he makes. It's going to be a limited edition. Not only that, it's going to have more flavor because it's not government regulated. Mm-hmm. Anytime the government, uh, they're going to probably get mad at me if there's any government people listening. <laughs> I don't really give a damn. Uh, but they want to try to steal away from it. They have to proof it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the liquor that I poured for you today, uh, that started out the, of the pipe at 160 proof. Shut up. Yep, 160 proof. That's after I caught the heads. Mm-hmm. I ran it for about an hour and a half, two hours, and it dropped down to about 90 proof. So total give and take, we're between 120 and 130 what you got to taste once it's all blended. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, that did not taste 120 to 130. Proof. No, that was far those, too damn sweet and smooth to be 120 that, that to 130 high, proof. That was phenomenal. That's why it's so dangerous. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that'll get you in trouble. It'll get Real you fast. in severe trouble because you don't realize how strong it really is. Now, when I take, if I want to flavor that liquor, let's say if I want to cook up some uh, cherries or I make a lemon lime oh, out of no. real lemons and limes. Is that like a key lime moonshine? Uh, it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> a lot of people say it tastes like a frozen Gatorade. Holy cow. But it, you don't even realize you're Look drinking your it face right now. It's way too late. Why aren't we on camera right now? Because I need people to see my shot. See the, the shot? Where, where, where's uh, Alexis? Hey, KDKA News is running around here. You heard uh, get you on camera. Absolutely. we got to get them over here when we're talking to you so they can capture it. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, boy, they would love that, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be on the six, on the 5, the 6, and the 11 o'clock. I would make all three of them. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. Who knows? We may even get world news after all that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Nora O'Donnell, I guess, on CBS. Am I correct? Nora O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> That was a shout-out for Nora, I guess. There we go. <laughs> Nora, if you're listening. <laughs> for some reason, if you're listening. Notice we out. didn't include ABC and that guy called David Muir. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. That's great. That's this great. is fantastic. Well, we definitely we get, definitely got to get you back on the show. We'll get all yeah, the contact yeah, information real. and everything and, like that. And, and your friend who's out in North Carolina. Yes. Uh, remind me his name. Dave Angel. Dave I wrote Angel. it down. Okay, yeah. all right. The beautiful thing, I think, and this is, you know, there was a lot of frustration, a lot of pain that came out of the the last year. But one of the beautiful things I think that people realized is that we are all closer than we think we are. Between uh, Zoom, Teams, uh, FaceTime. All that stuff. All that. Whatever messaging. We are more accessible to each other than I think we ever realized we were before. Right, right. And so, if he ever wants to do an interview, I know we're whiskey, but we've done we've done vodka, we've, we've done, done some rum other ones, yeah, 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 on the show before. Yeah, yeah, so, if yeah. he ever wants to get by, well, he also join does us. a bourbon. Oh, well, shit, then that's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so if now, we want to talk bourbon and vodka, oh, you can talk the whole gamut with him. Yeah, I mean, if you, like you, you want to, if you want to join us, yeah. you know, be our be, be our introduction and, and give us some. Absolutely, want to bring some of the beach stuff on the show. Look him up on Facebook. You'll find him on Facebook. I don't do Twitter. All those other FaceTime. We have whatever. we have those. TikTok. We don't do anything with them. Yeah, I don't do TikTok. It reminds me of Tic Tac. You know, I don't know. 
I'm on TikTok, but I don't. I don't. Put I it watch. I don't. I watch. I'm not good I'm, at it. Yeah. I'm too old to be considered cool at this point. Yeah, <laughs> my, da- my daughter reminds me of that yeah. on the daily. She's like, Dad. So when you were a kid in the Stone Age, when like, dinosaurs were around, I'm like child, it was the '90s. What are you talking about? Right now? <laughs> I'm looking at it this way. You know, I'm I'm 45. I'm 20 years away from a nursing home. You're 20, wa- 20 years away from providing medicine for the nursing home. That's all right. I like to provide it now. You give you them some of that moonshine. Those people are going to jump up out of their chairs and dance. Hey, who knows, man? I might have the hill in touch here. We may have a hill in ministry to the You might the be able to wa- you know, market that as medicine. Oh, that is medicine. That's there you medicine go. for the heart. Soul food. The mind. The soul. I feel better. I feel pretty awake. <laughs> hey. If you oh, we'll drink enough of, of it and you hadn't shit in a few days, you don't even start shit. <laughs> now, if you drink enough of it after that, you can shit through a screen door and never hit a wire. So. Oh, probably shouldn't have went there, but... Slither the socks off a rich man, shit through a screen door, and not hit a wire. Yeah, I think we've got our two new t-shirts Absolutely, right absolutely. <laughs> well, guys, it's been good stopping by and talking yes, to thank you. Yes, thank you. Do you, you so want to uh, promote the show? Uh, oh yeah, sure. Moonshiners Discovery Channel. Get on there and watch it. You know, everybody. Uh, oh, I was yeah. on season eight. I hadn't done a season since then. I've uh, been busy doing other things. I may do another season. You never know. But uh, you know, I enjoy what I do around here. So amazing. If awesome. you're ever on another season, let us know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, come back on the show. Yeah. I mean, obviously, even if you're not, come back on. Well, the show. Well, regardless, love... you're going to come back on yeah, the show. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think we've kind of solidified the fact that we're going to see Red on the show again. We are. Yeah. We are. I think that whether he likes it or not. Yeah. I gotta yeah. bring I mean, some. If we got to break into your house, and we're just like we're here with the recording equipment. Get ready. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hey, I got a great back porch, you know. Perfect, hey, perfect. Awesome. Back porch, we have them in the back porch. Back porch at Red. Hey, we oh, can throw exactly. some stuff on the grill, have oh. some drinks, do a little podcast. Yes, shoot. I yes, just, yes. Figure out yes. <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sweet. All right, you got a deal. You got a deal. It's sir. a date. Thank you. You guys yeah. are awesome, man. Hey, right, Red, thank you so much for stopping you. by, for no talking problem. with us.